0: Good evening. Tonight's program brought to you by the Navajo Health Command Operations Center. For more information, call 928-871-7014.
1: This is Jonathan Ness, uh, president of the Navajo Nation. We are going to give you some updates. So um, today's uh, numbers are uh, slightly moderate. Uh, When I say that, you know, we've been seeing some 300s and 200s or more daily cases and so yesterday uh we do have uh 95 24 hours so thank you and and good work to to everyone and then keep in mind this is not counting the christmas day uh, weekend number we are anticipating a increase but how big of an increase what we'll soon see and then uh 199,000 I'm sorry 340 total tests and these are tests that are beginning to duplicate uh, many individuals especially frontline workers have uh, received more than, than one test so that also is a uh, is included in this total tests completed and so we're going to start breaking that down uh, a little bit more but overall since the start of the pandemic, uh, 22,371 uh, individuals here on the Navajo Nation. That's not uh, Navajos off the Navajo Nation that are living off the Navajo Nation. But on the Navajo Nation, Navajo Nation residents, 22,371 have uh, tested positive. Those are the confirmed cases. Seven 177 people, our loved ones, our family members, our friends here on the Navajo Nation have uh, passed from complication to COVID 19. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the families, the friends, and the communities across the Navajo Nation. You got Chinle, you got Crown Point, you got Fort Defiance, Gallup, Kiyan, to Ship Rock, Tube City, and Winslow. So, Kadeya kon, hi, the test And So, I, 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 ayat e alsatz that the mil jedo din ne zating do on on ding nel that at hand aslee jo toi di to konsra gi bei der haller die do the Sao, the J, the Joe, the Guy, So, Sada Nia, Comban Hashne Sada Nia, uh, J. Leho, eh, beaches, dog, gassy to no, Baha, and the so deals in uh, the Kenyan average does the door, the Kosinskagi, but Nagi, a uh, hotel. The Kodaubanda and So, a twenty twenty beer. I see uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh <laughs> So I know people will say, well, some of these provisions don't help. Uh, Masks don't help. I hear some people say, "I, I hear people say lockdowns don't help, but the data doesn't lie. Take a look at the data and the statistics that gets presented to you. You know, we're not just telling you uh, these things work. We're actually backing it up with um, the data that you see. Based on what we've done, you know, with this, we're 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 on our sixth weekend lockdown, and you know, these are um, protocols that were put in place that worked for us before. You know, why reinvent the wheel? It worked during the summer, um, and we are using that same philosophy here with the help of the uh, public uh, safety personnel, and you can see that. And, and uh, of course, you can have all people listening to the health experts and uh, everybody abiding by uh, the scientists and the doctors and health Professionals, of course, our public safety personnel, our first responders, uh, many of them are having um, a difficult time, you know, they're burning out. Um, appreciate the volunteers that have come out from various uh, places, federal government, Department of Defense, and nonprofits who've come to help relieve uh, our health care workers. Even though it was maybe a few days, at least they got some rest. The reason why some of them had to leave, because our numbers were flattening out and they were okay. Uh, So, and then all around us, you know that the hospitals were just overwhelmed. So they go where the need is and they had to go and leave to other places uh, around the nation, around the country to help them out. So uh, on behalf of the Navajo people, I want to say thank you to those volunteers. Healthcare. Some are still here, so don't get me wrong. There's someone still here helping out. And Dr. Jim will, will give us an overview of those volunteers um, when it's time for her uh, to speak. So, all right. Now, um, if we can start talking about the vaccines, you know, the vaccines, we had Dr. Birla, the CEO of Pfizer, uh, join us for a town hall meeting. Last week before Christmas, we appreciate all the information that was brought to our attention. And just to give you an update, the first um, delivery of vaccines, 3,900 doses of Pfizer came to the Navajo Nation. And one vial, you know, those little glass containers have... At the, at the onset, they said five people could get a shot out of one vial. And then later on, they found out and Pfizer and Department of Health and Human Services, CDC, uh, said that you can actually get six or seven doses out of one vial. So that was uh, extra. So here on the Navajo Nation, From the first batch or the first delivery of Pfizer, we were able to give shots to 4,700 and more healthcare professionals out of the 33,900 original doses that were delivered. And it's because of the six and seven in each vial, some of the healthcare facilities use the extra doses to put in the arms of our healthcare. That's why 3,900 doses were delivered at one. There was a change. Now we know that over 4,700 of our healthcare workers were um, given a shot. So that's a plus. And majority of the first delivery of Pfizer are complete. We're doing an assessment now because we have eight service areas, right? Um, here on the Navajo Nation. Utah Navajo Health System, by the way, because of the advocacy of leaders, um, they're working through the state of Utah. We were able to bring some of those Pfizer doses to the Utah Navajo Health Systems there. And so they um, got shots as well, their healthcare professionals, you know. And so we're doing a an assessment and give a, a better number of how many Uh, are still remaining. But what I hear is the majority, super majority of them, maybe over 90% of the three, uh, 3,900 first delivery of Pfizer doses have been used up. We also got another shipment, the second shipment of vaccines, 7,900 doses. And those were from Moderna. And they came in they went directly to the healthcare facilities, and they're beginning to get those doses into the arms of our healthcare workers. So, for Moderna, one vial uh, you can give ten people a shot in that one. Uh, one vial. So, seven thousand nine hundred came, and over three hundred doses uh, have been administered thus far. And so we're we're utilizing a a, uh, tier approach or phase approach. I know there's a lot of question in this and we're following the CDC uh, protocols. So phase one, a healthcare personnel. And that's what I've been talking about there. We're giving these shots to our uh, doctors and nurses because they're dealing every day, every single day with COVID positive patients. And we need them because they have the knowledge to help, in the long run, uh, push back on COVID-19. So the healthcare professionals in Phase 1A, the hospitals, the home health care, you know, those that are at home taking care of uh, patients at home, uh, they're going to get the shots, including the patients, the elders that they're taking care of pharmacies, technicians, uh, Navajo EMS, and other EMS services, public health. And there has been some that have gone to the public safety personnel, police officers, because they're on the front lines every day, and we need them on the long run, because this virus is not going away anytime soon. We're going probably going to have coronavirus outbreaks well into 2021. And so we need our first responders to help in the long run. So we're almost complete on phase 1A. And the next one is phase 1B. And we're going to start, remember when we do like an emergency, the green mud and winter conditions, things like that. We, we, we have our CHRs and PHNs. CHRs and PHNs are also in the phase 1A. But when when we do an emergency, our CHRs at PHN go out to the high risk patients, right? Because they're in the most vulnerable population category. And so we're gonna be taking care of our high risk patients. Again, who this is voluntary, we're not forcing people, but there's gonna be an elder campaign to talk more about these two vaccines. And if grandma, grandpa, or elders want to um, take the vaccine, they'll be um, open to that. High-risk patients. High-risk patients are the ones that are elderly or, or those that are in uh, need of uh, physicians to oversee them at home. So, And then the next group or the next group, um, Um, grouping would be the older patients. That's 65 years and over. So there's going to be a lot of people in that category, right? Um, 65 years and over. So that's going to be starting January 11th. Because we're going to have to do a lot of public information so our elders are informed of what the vaccines are all about. And come January 11th, those that are over 65 high-risk patients that wanna do it, they'll begin to get their vaccination. Remember, these you gotta have two shots, both for Pfizer and both for Moderna. And it's critical that those that get the first, uh, first shot, they gotta come back for the second shot. And there's a small uh, window that they need to come back and get their second shot. So we gotta coordinate all that uh, with our elders. And then you got the frontline uh, essential workers, uh, again, first responders, police officers, uh, and uh, rangers, correction workers, firefighters, non-emergency medical services, spiritual leaders, medicine men, roadmen, pastors, Navajo Nation leaders and employees, essential businesses, essential infrastructure, you know, and and then we go down And for those that are in the healthy category, you know, or those that may have already had the virus, the vaccines for the general public may not be available in bulk until uh, March or April, is what we're hearing. But let me tell you the good news. The good news for the Indian Health Services, Navajo, Department of Health, all the service unit here areas here you guys did a a great job in getting the vaccines out and that's why we used most of it up 3900 and so because of that there's going to be an already another shipment of uh pfizer coming to the navajo nation pfizer shots so this would be the third delivery right the first delivery was pfizer 3900 the second delivery of doses were Moderna, 7,900. So the third delivery will be uh, about 2,900 Pfizer. And then we're going to also get another, the fourth delivery, and that will be Moderna again. So overall, we're looking at over uh, 10,000 doses coming in Navajo Nation. And that's why January is critical. To get the information out and then we know that you know the the schools are still online and and teachers are wanting to also get the vaccination and so those are going to be the tier approach right we got to take care of our most vulnerable population first we've also got to take care of our first response and we're going by what cdc has nationally this is what is being used as the protocol. And so that's very important for for all of us to know. Now, if school was in session, of course that would be different, right? But it's not. And so, um, but the teachers and administrators are gonna be on the phase one B in that area before maybe early on in phase one C. And then, of course, that's probably February or early March. And so those are what were helping us guide us um, during this um, during this time for prioritization of uh, the the vaccination. So let me go a little bit to the elder campaign. Masanecheinavetanlinigiyah. Uh, E kodo understood that the Divine血 매unみたい that added water was sprayed a same time. Also, wanted to add other hay besides the Great getting rid of water, that gave us some water. As the growth isevening through water regardless so, the heart needs another in Elkond and Hinahasla, she must change don't send that on it. So, Yakun Hachin, he cade and Linnegy, I shornish my son, Jenelle, Chiche, Nadotse, eh, do not, Dido Kosenshagi, Ninigi, a اگرند هم نهگی نیست High risk ish to to the in shido el yasin sa shido el dikon Koto, and he must say, in other about a hundred dollars, I'll a day, eight dollars. I mean, he says, I got of the data was nagging. March to April, go said, in Washington, and to that da hat washington da washington da hat hat das so a bke net dort this a hat do nicht da ist Uh, So I know that there are also a lot of individuals are wondering, well, eh, I don't know if I want to take the uh, the vaccine. Is it safe? You know, you have people like Dr. Fauci take the vaccine. A lot of the doctors, Navajo doctors throughout the Navajo Nation who have taken the vaccine last week. You saw maybe on the news, um, President-elect Biden taking the vaccine and many others. And and people are saying, well, President, Nez, when are you going to take the vaccine? You be the first, right? And people are saying, well, guinea pigs and all that. But to let everybody know that we have full confidence in our scientists out there, Thursday, um, some of the leadership, of the Navajo Nation, as well as the Indian Health Services. You know, we're not jumping ahead of the line. We are doing this. We're going to get vaccinated just to let our Navajo people know that we have confidence in the vaccine. And, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. Uh, I, I consider myself healthy. I'm a runner. I eat well. I try to eat well as much as I can. But as the leader of the nation... You have to you know, set an example, and that's why I will volunteer to take the vaccine. And we'll do that on Thursday for the town hall meeting. Uh, we got IHS leadership that's going to be joining us. We got some council, um, the speaker, and, and some of the elder uh, delegates that are going to get their vaccination as well. Not the entire council because of continuity of government, but just to show... And to, you know, bring awareness, bring confidence to this vaccine. And we'll be doing that on Thursday. And, uh, you know, we look forward to that. And I don't have, you know, I, I've got the measles, mumps, rubella when I was a kid. You know, we didn't question that. I don't think my mom ever questioned those vaccines because, you know, we didn't, mom and dad didn't want us to have measles, mumps, or rubella. And so those are vaccinations that had to happen. And, uh, you know, and then other vaccination, I think the, my mom's generation, you know, you, you can see a circle on their arm, right? That was also a vaccination. You know, there's a lot of uh, viruses out there from smallpox to all sorts that there have been vaccinations on. So this is, I guess, our generation and it's safe. Uh, in the eyes of our, our healthcare professionals. And if there are, our doctors, our Navajo doctors are saying it's safe, you know, I mean, we told them to go to school and get an education and come home and help their people. And if they're saying it's safe, then, uh, you know, I'll support it and take the vaccine just so that our Navajo people can have confidence in the vaccine. So that's going to be happening on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. So tune in. Thursday, we'll be at Gallup Indian Medical Center to show. Uh, that to our, our Navajo people, um, Thursday at 10 a.m. to tune in to uh, that town hall meeting. And, um, you know, we extended our um, stay at home, our shelter in place to January 10th. Uh, administrative leave. All our people that work for the nation are staying home except for essential employees. There's a lot of essential employees that are still working around the clock, you know, and and so we are going to be talking a little bit more about more of our essential workers to get vaccinated as well. Not just Navajo Nation government, but you also have to look at the enterprises, you know, NTUA and NECA working on the front lines of, of keeping our government moving. Um, and, of course, we're going to take care of our most vulnerable population, our elders, that's important. And a lot of our elders are are medicine men. A lot of our elders are pastors and uh, spiritual leaders as well. So they'll fit into that category. So we are uh, looking forward to the transition from 2020 to 2021. I know that everybody had a lot of hope in 2020. I know there are people that may say, well, 2020 kind of wasn't what I expected. You know we, we thought 2020 was going to be a big year um people were praying that 2020 would be transformational so in a way right in a way our, i you know i hate to say this but in, in in every in every difficult time trying time there's always a good thing and, and of course we we lost over 700 and 70 of our Navajo people our, our thoughts and prayers go out to them the families, we lost people, yes. People got the virus. But if you look at uh, what happened these past 10 months, I'm I'm hoping and praying that we got closer to our family members or closer to our children because they're at home. And we handed down some of our teaching to uh, our, our younger generation, which they would probably have never received in a traditional school setting, right? Working hard, getting wood. I mean, man, some some of us we, we grew up with that, um, you know, and and that was the resilience teaching handed down. So in a way, you know, twenty twenty, uh, putting a positive light, brought us closer together and and reminded of reminded us of what was is important, family, and uh, our teaching. And as we transition to 2021, you know, uh, I guess the self-reflection of all of us, for all of us, what can we do better? Uh, maybe less negativity, uh, maybe a little bit more being helpful to people around us. And uh, I guess it's kind of a reset for, for many of us, even as, even as leaders to look into the future, because you have to have a hope for, for your people. and, We did our very best. Um, Dr. Pearl Yellman said it best. I mean, we were working around the clock saving lives, and she's right. A lot of division directors that have been on the front lines, all of them, saving lives. I mean, I think really, I hate to say, but it might have been a lot worse if we didn't put some of these very strict protocols in place. 777 of our relatives lost their lives to COVID-19. And our thoughts and prayers go out to our Navajo people. A lot more have been able to um, persevere and to um, really stay positive throughout this time. It was a very difficult time. But I know that because of this, we're going to be stronger and we are going to be uh, a lot more compassionate to our people. So let me just turn the time over to Dr. Laura Hammett. Thank you, Doctor.
2: Thank you, President Nez. Um yeah uh, Laura Hammett Johns Hopkins Center for American Indian Health, Banashnish. Uh, I had an opportunity on a town hall a couple of weeks ago to share um, information about the clinical trial, and I just wanted to take another opportunity again so that people can know what uh, Navajo Nation was able to contribute to um, as part of these very important clinical trials um, as we've talked about previously, uh, in our work as Johns Hopkins, um, we're primarily a research organization. We've been collaborating with Navajo Nation to promote health and, and well-being for more than three decades. And when the pandemic started, we really pivoted our, our teams towards uh, direct response and relief efforts. Um, and it was during that time that, you know, people that we encountered in the community um, began to ask us, began to hear about the clinical trials that are ongoing across the country and, and, or up and coming and ask whether that was something that might be possible for Navajo Nation to participate in. There has been a history of uh, this type of clinical trial work uh, with Navajo Nation and really important to make sure that when products are being developed and licensed for use that uh, they include uh, diverse population so that we know that vaccines that get licensed and recommended for the United States will work for all, uh, all Americans, uh, including Native Americans. And so. We, you know, began the process of having those conversations, uh, with all of, you know, the various different, uh, stakeholders and gathering guidance from community members, from elders, from healthcare providers, from members of the leadership team at the Navajo Nation, uh, COVID-19 Health Command Operations Center, um, and uh, made the decision to, uh, request approval for the Pfizer clinical trial from the Navajo Nation Human Research Review Board. Uh, the study itself actually started in the rest of the United States in, in July. Um, but we you know, took our time and, and got the approvals in place, modified the, the materials, made sure that everything was compliant with the Navajo Nation uh, Human Research Review Board requirements. Um, and we were granted permission to begin um, recruiting volunteers in that study in September. Overall, uh, over 44,000 people uh, volunteered to participate in this study from six different countries. Uh, 39 U.S. states participated in, in the study. Um, and in the study, there ended up being 463 Native American participants. Um, as President has said, on, on Navajo Nation, there were over 200 volunteers, actually uh, 211 volunteers on Navajo Nation. Um, including 163 Navajo participants, and there were an additional uh, 58 participants from uh, the White Mountain Apache tribe. Um, The main results of this study, I think people have heard in the media, um, really impressive results. After two doses, the vaccine was 95% effective at preventing COVID-19 disease. Um, So very highly efficacious about the importance of getting both of those doses to ensure the maximum efficacy of the vaccine. And the side effects were generally mild, Um, things that you would expect with uh, other vaccines that you're probably used to getting. So the most common side effects were uh, pain at the injection site where the shot was given, tiredness, muscle aches, headaches, uh, and low-grade fever, and those went away after one to two days. Uh, older adults were actually less likely to report um, any side effects about uh, one in six people, uh, 55 and younger, said that they developed a fever. Um, ab- among those 55 and older, it was about one in 10 said they developed a fever. And again, those were very temporary side effects um, that really just actually tell you that your body is making a good immune response and is um, responding to that vaccine. Uh, your immune system is developing antibodies uh, so that if you get exposed to the coronavirus, then you'll have those antibodies to be able to block that spike protein um, on the surface of the coronavirus so that it can't attach um, and infect your cells. There are a number of different vaccines that are in development, and the first two that have been given um, authorization from the FDA are uh, these Moderna vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine, which work very similarly. They both provide your body with the instructions to actually make a replica of the spike protein, not of the whole coronavirus itself, just that little tiny protein that sticks out of the surface. Um, So we give our our bodies those instructions uh, to make the spike protein and then uh, we mount an immune response against that so that we make antibodies against that spike protein so that if we get exposed, then we're prepared to fight it. Lots of different vaccines are being uh, developed. These two vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine, I know that there's been a question about this um, in the chat. Uh, Fetal cells are not used in the development of the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccines. Um, Fetal cells are used in the laboratory environment for other COVID vaccines, um, but they're not part of uh, these two vaccines. And I think that's an important question that some people have had um, so I just want to reassure people that that's um, not the case for these two vaccines. Um, again, very highly efficacious. Uh, side effects are generally mild and go away in a couple of days. Um, and I think we're just incredibly grateful for the opportunity um, uh, to, to, to offer this uh, participation in this trial on Navajo Nation uh, for the leadership of uh, President Nez, of Vice President Lizer, of Dr. Jill Jim, Um, for the guidance of the Navajo Nation Human Research Review Board and for our very close partnership with uh, Indian Health Service, who's been a critical uh, part of this as well. Um, Navajo Nation is, as everybody knows, in the middle of a second surge right now, and there's been much disease and loss, um, and and these vaccines offer hope. Um, They're part of the way to begin to return to health and harmony and beauty and wellness. Um, And I know many providers cried bittersweet tears as they rolled up their sleeves um, in the past 10 days to be able to get this vaccine um, and be able to see a light at the end of the tunnel, beginning to the end of this pandemic. And and we're really honored to have had the opportunity uh, to contribute to combating COVID-19 with with Navajo Nation.
1: Thank you, uh, Dr. Hammett. For your work as well, you know, you've been here for some time on the Navajo Nation uh, doing a lot of uh, studies as well, reporting those studies to our agency councils and our, our local communities. And this is a turning point, I truly believe, ladies and gentlemen, with the help of these awesome professionals that have been guiding us throughout this pandemic, you know.
3: We will be breaking records if we don't do anything, and I don't know if our, I don't think our healthcare system is going to be able to withstand the number of um, patients that are going to be higher at risk, and so um, it's best to... Um, equip yourself with information too. So I just want to let you know there's a lot that we can do to prevent and that's why we have a list. If You live in these communities last year you were considered as uncontrolled spread meaning that you have more cases based on your population. And we got a number of calls and, um, about these communities and as President mentioned that we need to take local ownership So those that are living in these communities and also those that are living nearby, also be cautious. But it doesn't mean that we should be discriminating each other. We should just pray for each other and help each other and educate each other. The situation around you, the more you can help advise and help people understand there's probably a lot of individuals that just stay home and might not be aware of this. In because you have the ability to be able to log on to Facebook tonight, um, share this information. If you have friends and relatives that live in these communities or near these communities, encourage each other not to gather. And those are the primary um, ways that our clusters are being developed in the communities. It's all about knowledge. These numbers will fluctuate over time too, um, as the community's cases go down. And and if their numbers go low enough, um, they'll be off the list or chapters on our um, list of those that were tested positive or in the last day or so. So just know this information's available. Of course, those that have are older adults that have cancer, kidney disease, heart conditions, overweight, obese, pregnancy, Sickle cell disease, smoking, type two di- diabetes. You're you're really at increased severe illness for COVID nineteen. You're at increased risk um, slightly. You might be at increased risk if you have other conditions. So, just know that this is available. Um, on the webpage and just educate yourselves. And I always encourage everyone to do that. There's a consecutive lockdown and shelter in place. There is a difference between a curfew and a lockdown and a stay at home or a safer at home or a safer on the Navajo Nation order. And some of these questions that I think are coming up, um, you can go onto the Department of Health webpage and you can determine um, what those are by reading the different orders. So. As mentioned here, a lot of this um, reasoning for the public health order is the impact around communities um, and also the increasing trajectory um, within the United States and also the Navajo Nation. And we're reissuing these out mainly to make sure there um, isn't an overwhelming of our healthcare system and also to reduce the transmission of COVID-19. And basically, it's to save lives, too. Um, as well. So that's the main part of this um, mitigation strategy that we use. So are required to stay home and stay on the Navajo Nation. Refrain from off-reservation travel. Already been told this so many times, um, the risk that you do when you go off the reservation, Um, you either will be um, in an area where you won't be practicing precautions and you come home and you create a super-spreader event. Those incidents can happen as more as we're very impatient. And individuals are also advised not to gather with anyone outside your immediate households and to stay within your community. So just um, shelter in place, it doesn't mean that um, you go across the reservation on a road trip. Um, So make sure you stay within your local communities. The grocery store. It's not going across, doing a trip all the way from Tippecanoe to Trip Rock to Gallup and to Winslow and back. That's not what we're recommending. Everyone should be staying home and staying on the Navajo Nation and also not gathering with anyone outside your household. And that's very important because a lot of these gatherings and clusters are related to um, individuals with multiple households, and um, no one knows. Um, and also, you would like to trust your relative and your friend that visits you, but that's not the case these days. Um, the disease is invisible. you can't smell it, you can't see it, you can't touch it. And so it's really airborne transmission is likely to happen. So this is the reason why these orders are put in place. And then to mitigate the risk, individuals are required to stay home, isolate or quarantine and self-monitor for the next three weeks. Um, So if you do um, go off and you get sick and you should be able to stay home and make sure that you if you are sick, don't be around other people isolate yourself if you're sick, quarantine and get tested if you need to, as you're exposed to a contagious disease. And right now we don't know. You could still be experiencing allergies, um, a regular flu or COVID-19. So um, it's very unknown because those are all flu-like symptoms. So we just advise everyone to consider these recommendations to reduce the transmission If you are sick and have flu-like symptoms and you are walking around, visiting people, giving out food, handing out food, helping chop wood with other family members while you're sick, Um, those are all ways to increase your transmission of COVID if you have the disease. The best way to reduce transmission is to stay home and protect yourselves from others and yourself and others from getting sick. And the more closely you interact with others, the longer they, the interaction, the higher the risk of COVID-19. And so that probably happened at the wedding that um, a bunch of people got sick over there. I'm pretty sure they were there a number of hours in an a closed area as well, and that's not recommended. Also that we want to always remind our visitors um, that their visitors are not um, basically, it's closed to visitors and tourism. During this time, so we just want to kindly ask um, our non Navajo or non related um, or members or either those are family members, even traveling off from the, um, the reservation and coming home or on weekends, um, you're still increasing your risk um, coming back onto the Navajo Nation. So this is a shelter in place order, mainly to stay home and limit movement and outside their immediate communities. With limited contact with others, so all weekend, and other when on it I not i the um, big just want to make sure that you leave for essential services. any and so the the definitions in the public health order and activities are still allowed as far as farming or attending to livestock and also doing outdoor activity is still allowed, wood hauling with a permit, coal and collection and hauling with um, with a permit as well. And so those are still some essential um, items that we still recommend, but also refraining from gathering with individuals from outside your immediate household also, restrictions do not apply to essential employees, and we've been receiving a lot of questions about essential businesses and essential employees, and all businesses not otherwise exempt shall be closed. So, um, the closure and operation do not apply to healthcare operation functions or essential um, infrastructure activities. And then the closure requirement does not apply to gas station, grocery stores, laundromats, restaurants, food establishment, tape. And if you have questions about essential activities, um, they're here, as well as to essential businesses, also as essential employees and essential infrastructure. Um, there are always is definitions regarding the public health order. So if you have questions about the public health order, you can always call a um, helpline that with COVID-19 at the Health Command Operations Center at 928-871-7014. So I think um, that's just as a reminder, and as well, everyone, just uh, please stay safe. Stay home, as the public health order states. Um, we want to make sure that we save lives and limit movement. Inform others. Um, don't be afraid to be a little bit aggressive with your your nieces, your nephews, your relatives, and you might have to say it a number of times, but it's very important. So, um, thank you very much.
0: Yad e Shal Kahasin, so Shik e Shitene Kodo, Beish Bahasa Anna, Vince James, Anan Hidetne Ado, Nana, Dam, Beish Bahasa Anna, Ban Stanigi, Kendalichi, Lukahantil, Itzi Trahoye, Jedito, Kitlichi, Ganado, Cornfield, Steamboat, and Jedito. Ako kodod, ea e, nijehananas, sito lit, shal kaha sinklo. Kodo, ee e, ha shield sod, ea eti, de kosnas eats at da, bidi nini ge, jo e kod a, kodo, han en lini ge, bin, nikilishan enanashto lit. Oko, nleden ha has twin hisani de kre, do benantin, ye yadaki eko. I don't let or yat a he, though ya a shwani. Do busy edge later, though a ya a horda. Baj ehoji arta, unhit de nende. Acon de consa de hold just de a a d. Nehid de ne and o ha yuba nest ain't. De coto, de nini. A cord only de arta, bahotes ne eta, a T a. ...yī ya ta huīn ziņd ee... ...ta ašo huīn ziņd ako... ...joon ako... ...kwanzahtta huoljish ee ee... ...ee yi ...jo ee ya ee ee... ...abangha <laughs> ha tain sileen ahloan kwanzahtta n'hiķuoljish... ...binni na ee ya ee ee ti... ...taji da ta ta Kishmishyajian taan, ee taan laant ee yae ee hita ilteh zilini. Aadota haatni do, aadota di no, saadm lini pe yeilteh ende. Da kwee ko shiing e hita ilteh zilini ako. Ako ko, ee aade, ee kutahot ee kwanzaht ee khol jish ako. Kastaan hani shiing adne znaachin zilini a dain kashmish yajita as lain to ho sh a kho kwanza ta hol jish ya e ti ko ja ho z do ni arizona bi aey ya enaz na ta meel yajit a kho ni at N-a-z-na-ta-meel-yajit-a-kho-ni-la-at-e-ya-e-ti- ta ezat ko do pa a she de cash machine da a hitta il de as <laughs> she a a quons <laughs> at the a baka hun days ya in eca not inch ya in the horn as nil. Aunt the E a e Jan Yanda Okra, yda ado ni e Yanda Okra, da órasdat a sio i i nei bennag e trot da long chodro ba sadi a datie Is in danluni da a sioda he allse O chwedin a in ha Tusk at Naz Nil. Be though the ne, which ain't a hot e or Danil. Oh, Tusk at Naz a. But the nest Ado unda. E ya e cotto. Azel aninate linigi. Ato Nihija hollow. Ado, no hatchen, nihig a Ado Asin hisi zinny is <laughs> ail in a needle Yego baje de da Janshi, read eche. Hochito Jose dat den balo. Ado abakai, when knee. A ya a quaiki, which a non. Ado de ate this tinigi de quigoshi. Athananilia, where ate il nigi a dat o. B. A Hajdit ow, a at a e yanda a zeil end O o'chay yw ni gyd na'n lenni gyd pan e. Xa la ie ie gyd ar arshin ylke a'ch na. Bama, b'jia. Ylchad jy gyd arshin ylke a'ch eid na'n ei. b Bei not an Lenigi nich e, and Lenny, but a Hanalias not e cordoba da that ini car, nor in a e, not in no the yes, I bear yacht hit ah con in the dots e, Yyy ya zi'l Gade dool eill o'w jw'w gwo'n hw'an dyn jyst e na ho' doota lli'gi doota Si'n ni a a hno llin i a saab e gha'n zi'o sô Yanda o A a Eben, hitch nana adoles, shelter the negi. Yego, Yego ain't large is Ado, k ahodes eco. Ne hig ain lenegi in lake orge. Did the nebbkayah hotzot orge. Kedahat in her chin hig len, Kee da hat ee binaa na shi deedil do hot a hajo baan lanee ki yeen da o kaan ako. Zidat a shon dee. Eey no ee ee hot a yaan da o kaan laa. Khaala ee ee binaa na shi n lanee ki shi bitz aan na kwa daal ya. Ehe da ee l kheed did ee. Howwan enda ee leh, naa hata zeedo yik enda ee leh hain. Shin bitz'aaba oht da tine sli. Eishin, aadu hawaan gohne aadu leh bih hata hotit e, bik ee na azlaako. Aadu kondi da tilti toh chita e, tz ee lzeh, bik ee da azlaako. Eishin, hadaat eegot yekede da tine or Yanda o kaalto. Ashon de da al saht o hazon ha sit ha tro latan hot a a a t do hi e an che khoto ni khlas an ke a no le ni I laid out, eh, the dots inla, I laid out and a in sea case A cordi cordord are eat in be eat do. Not an it leaje a hot aishinanish and lenish all consatish holdishaco. Ye go a what a hot and lenigi. Bee, that deeds la. Has sheet No but ja and Lenny Bata has out the A. A. Ahoyatle. Doors deeds a echo Ben Hitch N á not inch cartoli. Shall not a ya a e sneeds out the Hajo a ya a deen hitcher and the be is a need all a ya, baby at the deep lake. Beg at the neat lake, though little. Dee Codon hit a huntly eaggy. Jocot a a sad lanegy. Ben hitch a hard seat, though little chest trahast saint law. Vince James, anon hit that nerko. Bechmas anne. Kinda chee, look aunt yale, if the trahoye, jeditor, kitty chee, ginado, cornfield, and Jadito, Aja ebnut aunt, shlon, Hanna na indle ben hi cha ha ste <laughs> to list an so de zin le negi pe as at eh, ya e ko at so de zin da ti as at a isen da ti e be la <laughs> na dit le son a e sa de ben hi a on e a hotes akeya na snel asla Senneligi, ah, it need Londo God bless you and God bless the Navajo Nation.